Was that Steph Curry out there? Was it Dirk Nowitzki? No, it was Jonas Valanciunas, the big man coming through the career high for New Orleans in their victory over the Los Angeles Clippers. Best win of the season for the Pelicans. Let's talk about it in the Tuesday edition of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans. Your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Tuesday day after the Pelicans' biggest win, not biggest win, best win of the season, 123-104 over the Los Angeles Clippers. Jonas freaking Valanciunas. My God, man, I want whatever he is having. We're going to talk about his big game, the overall play of the team, and then look at some of the individual performances, which were excellent in last night's win. The Pelicans' sixth of the season. Don't look now, and I'll have some of the numbers here for you all. But first, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need. It can even help you negotiate better deals on those you want to keep. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about the team. And today, you want to know about Jonas Valanciunas because, wow, what a performance from him. There, there's no other way to say it. This dude was freaking amazing in last night's win. 32 minutes of action, 39 points. That is a career high for him. 12 rebounds, or sorry, 15 rebounds as well. Three assists, two steals, and just one turnover. So that's all cool, but the number that jumps out at you, seven of eight from three. Wow. Seven of eight from three. It was insane. He made his first seven. He had seven made threes in the first half of the game. There are only three guys who have a stat line that he put up in NBA history. 39 plus points, 15 plus rebounds, and seven plus made three-pointers. James Harden's done it three times. Vince Carter has done it once. And now Jonas Valanciunas. And no one in the history of the NBA has ever had a game where you have seven offensive rebounds and seven made threes. Dude was flat out nasty in last night's game. It was so much fun to watch him just go out there and cook. He can do kind of it all. And you look at him right now, and by the way, he leads the league in three-point percentage after this game. He's back above 50% from it. He's 30 of 58 on the season. He's taking him in higher volume and making teams pay. No one's guarding him on it. You're, you can't. One, you're not going to be able to contest that shot in the first place. So you don't. You back off, and he makes you pay. And if you leave him open, he's going to find some room. He was running through screens. He was slipping into space to get that open three-point shot. And the Pelicans knew where he was going to be. And this will tie into what we're going to talk about in the second segment of some team chemistry developing. Getting him the ball. And he was shooting him, making him. Like, wow, Like it, it was an, just an otherworldly performance from him in this one. You actually need to start, if you're the NBA, considering him for the All-Star game. 
you know, when he's putting up a stat line, and this isn't even a factor in last night's game, right? Over 18 and a half points per game, 12 point something rebounds per. He's shooting over 50% from three on over two and a half attempts per game. That's a significant, significant statistical line. He's being above average defensively as well. And this is all without Zion. He's getting a high usage rate because Zion isn't here. But look, if he's an all-star, like you know that this is just kind of what he's going to be doing on a nightly basis. David Griffin, for as much crap as we give him, and he deserves a lot, deserves credit for trading for Valanciunas and then doing that extension. Getting him at $15 million per year the next two seasons seems cheap right now. And this is kind of the perfect big if this three-point shooting continues. And look, looks real, right? He's kind of, you know, it's not a high number of attempts. Let's not call 58 a large sample size, but it's there. It's what we've got to go off of. This is a guy that can shoot the three. Look, he's not going to space the court for Zion Williamson, right? You're still going to double Zion. But now when Val's on the, the three-point line and you kick it to him or Zion kicks it out to him, he's going to make it and he's going to make teams pay for doubling Zion. That's all you can really ask for in a situation like this. He's going to be able to do it. He can also score inside, draw fouls, and go to the free throw line and then make his free throws. This is kind of the exact big you want to see next to Zion, right? And he gets boards. Like It's kind of perfect right now. He's really added to his game this season, and I think this is such a wonderful thing to see. This is the type of big man you want next to Zion Williamson, not a screen setter like Steven Adams. This is going to be the guy that does it. He's going to get open looks from three. Teams are still going to sag off of him to take away the paint from Zion, but he's going to make you pay. And it's going to make you think twice about doing it at the very least. And if it can cause just a slight moment of hesitation, Perfect. This is what I've been saying all season long, right? I've been saying no shooter is going to space the court for Zion, but you've got to make teams pay when you double him. You're going to start to see it with a guy like Jonas Valanciunas. Now, this is a very, very impressive performance from him. And look, if he doesn't get into the All-Star game, you at least got to throw him in the three-point shootout. It's not even really a joke, right? Like, he should actually probably be in there. That's how good he has been for this team. He also dishes out assists at times. He gives you those steals. Not big shot blocker, but he's been awesome this year. And he's going to fit so perfectly, it feels like, next to Zion when Zion comes back sometime in the next two, three weeks. So I'm excited to see what those guys are going to be able of doing out there on the court. Also, important thing I want to mention, because you're going to see a ton of articles today and the rest of the week about Valanciunas, probably trying to trade him to the Lakers and other teams where they get, where the Pelicans get just like crap in return. Valanciunas cannot be traded this year. Part of signing that extension, it basically creates uh, a no trade clause. He can't be traded. So don't expect to see anything like that. No team, anyone writing an article with that, not going to happen. Can't be traded this year. So cool. He's in New Orleans. Anyone tries to throw those trades at you, you just tell them to, to, I don't know, shut up, delete them, whatever it might be. But wow, what a performance from the Pelicans big man in the win over the Clippers last night. So coming up, let's talk about the team as a whole, because while Jonas was easily the best player out there, this was a very, very, very strong performance from the team as a whole. Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Truebill. You know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a scam. 
They're just out to get you and get your money. So don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions today. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. And on average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Subscriptions are hard to cancel, but Truebill will make it easy for you. They're going to handle all of the work. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And you have a concierge there to kind of help you with everything you might need. There's nothing worse than feeling like you got got, right? Or you've been got. Where you lose money in the process and you feel dumb. It's just kind of like a double whammy of things you don't want. Truebill eliminates all. All of that. And they have over 2 million users and have helped them save over $100 million. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. All right. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available on all platforms. And now for your second listen, go check out Locked On Saints with host Ross Jackson covering everything black and gold and maybe Taysom Hill starting a QB. Finally, I'm going to be listening in all this week. I'll be at the game on Thursday. I can't wait, but I want to go into that knowing what's going to happen. And that's where Ross Jackson and his insight really comes in handy. So we're talking today about the Pelicans' big win over the Los Angeles Clippers, 123-104. Valanchunas just freaking starring, man. Career high, 39 points. He was awesome in this. But don't let that kind of make you forget about everything else that went on in this game. Yeah, the 7 of 8 from 3 is pretty fun. Looking like Steph Curry out there. They were calling him uh, Dirk Valanchunas after the game, which I really think is great. But you saw a really good Pelicans performance. And Willie Green after the game said, this is a glimpse of what this team is capable of. This is against a Clippers team that has been really, really good this year. And it's kind of surprising despite all of the injuries that they've had. And look, they had some going into this game. They weren't fully healthy. But... But they are still a very solid team. You still have Paul George, who's an MVP candidate. And yeah, he scored 27 points. But the Pelicans kind of played their game, right? They knew who their guys that they needed to go through were. Valanciunas and to a lesser extent, Brandon Ingram, who had a very solid game. We'll talk about him in the next segment. But you also just saw them not turn the ball over. Seven turnovers total. The Clippers are one of the teams that lead the league in fast break points per game, and they mustered only six in this one because the Pelicans were smart with the rock, valued the basketball. But it didn't mean they weren't passing it, right? Because they had 48 made shots and they had 30 assists on those 40 shots. That's an excellent number. The ball movement was outstanding. You want to give a guy like Valanciunas open looks, pass the ball around. Same thing for Brandon Ingram, who, by the way, dished out four assists of his own in this one. You want other guys to knock down shots, create good looks for him, pass the ball. Herb Jones was the recipient of a lot of these, cutting off ball en route to 16 points, one of his best games offensively as a pro. This is exactly what you wanted to see from this team, attacking the offensive glass, out-rebounding the Los Angeles Clippers by a significant amount. 14 offensive rebounds to just four for the Clippers. They beat them on the defensive glass, too. They were all over the place, and it helps when you have a guy like Josh Hart who can come in and start and get you 12 rebounds. Nine assists, too, by the way. We'll talk about that, too, coming up here in the third segment of today's show. So it was just a good all-around performance from the Pelicans. They also got just enough from the bench. As I've said, you don't need those guys to be hyper efficient, right? You need them to be just 
good enough. When you can get nine points from Billy Hernan Gomez, that's perfect. When you can get seven from Nikhil, when Garrett Temple can knock down just two threes and only take four shots, I can live with that. All of that is going to add up to good things for New Orleans now that they're starting those best five guys that they have. You're not getting into a big hole to start games, and then all of a sudden your starters are tired, so in comes the bench who's not good enough, and now they're not able to make up that deficit, and the game just gets away from you. This is perfect for New Orleans. They're finding a lot of balance, I think, which is the first time you're seeing the team chemistry improve. Guys know where Valanciunas is going to go and they toss him the ball there, right? You see Josh Hart kind of realizing his role as sort of a secondary or third uh, tertiary, tertiary playmaker and passing the ball to those guys and knowing where they like to get the ball. Yes, all of that is important. That sometimes takes time. And when you're going through different lineups regularly, it's tough to kind of build that chemistry out there on the court when you don't have a lot of time for practice. And so Willie Green sticking with the starters for right now, easily the right move by him. And you can see him kind of growing as a coach as well. So all of those guys were excellent. The team played their best game of the year. And look, the Pelicans have now won three out of their last four with wins over the Washington Wizards, the Los Angeles Clippers, and one win over the Utah Jazz. Those are three really good teams. Washington is 13 and 7, right? The Jazz are 13 and 7 as well. The Clippers were 11 and 9 going into this one. They're now 11 and 10. That's some solid basketball, I think. And that's New Orleans all of a sudden really starting to put some things together. They've actually won four out of their last seven, if you want to kind of stretch it out a little bit further. That also means they have like that whatever it is in streak in there. But they have done really well over the last three games going or sorry, four games going three and one. And so seeing that, I think there's a lot of reasons for optimism. You know, is the three point shooting there? Is the guard play there? No. But those are things that can potentially be addressed, I think, at the trade deadline. And it feels like once they get Zion back and we see how they are, they could be one move away from being at least kind of decent, I think. So overall, the team's definitely kind of trending upwards. You're seeing some really good defense. You're seeing them not turn the ball over like they were at the beginning of the year. You're seeing guys like Valanciunas step up. And again, he pairs perfectly next to Zion Williamson, right? There's going to be, I don't know if they're going to be a good team, but you can see why we were saying this team was you know, uh, better and more improved than they were last season. There's still some very clear flaws with them, but they're starting to iron some of those out right now. It's a big thing. So I'm excited about what we're able to see from the Pelicans going forward. All right, coming up, let's talk about some of the other big performances from this game. Brandon Ingram, Herb Jones as well. Really want to look at their games and what they did. But before we get to that, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline has you covered all seasons for more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues the march towards the playoffs. Basketball is getting really exciting. So BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code locked on to receive your free money. Whether it's basketball and you can bet the over under on Valanciunas points per game, rebounds per game, probably even made threes per game. 
it's going to kind of be a fun one if you want to make these games more interesting. Look, you're a smart uh, Pelicans fan and basketball fan. I know it. You're listening to the show. So go put that knowledge to work for you. Whether it's basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms five days a week. No paywall or anything like that. Are there any other podcasts devoted solely to the Pelicans out today after a huge game from Jonas Valanciunas when you want to listen to talk about the team, right? Are, are they going to be talking and devoting significant segments to the Pelicans on local radio as much as I love those guys? They're not. Is a newspaper going to maybe paywall you off to read about it? So come on, come to Locked On Pelicans Monday through Friday. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a five-star review with a rating. Helps keep this free in five days a week for you all as well. And don't forget, make sure Locked On Saints is your second team to, or is your second listen of the day um, as they cover everything black and gold leading up to the Saints game on Thursday night. All right, we're talking about the... uh, uh, I'm spacey here all of a sudden. I'm so excited about Valanciunas and the Pelicans win over the Los Angeles Clippers, 123-104. So we went over Valanciunas looking great. The team overall playing just one of their best, most solid, most complete games this season. But you also had a really good, and part of that is because you had a great performance from Brandon Ingram. 12 of 18, his best shooting uh, night of the year. 27 points, one turnover for him, seven rebounds, four assists. This was just classic B.I. Killer in the mid-range. Taking what the defense gave him. You had Zubach down low, trying to kind of wall off the rim. Same for Serge Ibaka as well. They didn't want him scoring whatsoever at the at, at the hoop. So he just took what they did and killed it. I've said, key to him is that mid-range game. He's such a good jump shooter. He can get that shot off every single time. It was flowing in this one. And then late in the fourth... When it wasn't quite clutch time because the Pelicans were up by enough, but you saw the Clippers go on a little bit of a run, aided by the refs to a degree. And B.I. basically just said, no, we're, we're going to ice this game. Got to the basket, right? Something he hasn't done as much of as we were hoping for from him this season, only slightly elevated from last year. But in a game when the Pelicans needed a bucket to stem the run from the Los Angeles Clippers, it was Brandon Ingram who went out and got it done. A little bit less pressure because the game wasn't particularly close. Pelicans were still up by double digits, but at least he was there and did what he needed to do, right? Not settling, not taking that long mid-ranger, but going, I'm going to get to the basket and I'm going to score. As he said, and I loved I loved that quote from Media Day, he wants to be the one that delivers the blows this year. That was a killer blow to the hopes of the Clippers in this game trying to win it. Herb Jones was also absolutely fantastic. Six of ten, off-ball movement from him. His jumper can be hit or miss, but you know what he does have? Touch around the rim. Backdoor cuts along the baseline, cuts on the weak side going towards the hoop. All of that, guys can find him. And when the Pelicans are passing the ball around, and they were in this one, right? A number of guys tagged multiple assists in this one. B.I. with four. Valanchunas with three. Devontae Graham with three. Kyra Lewis with three. Nikhil with two. Even Tomas Sadoransky got in on the fun with three assists. Najee Marshall had two in like the final two and a half minutes of the game. When the ball is moving like that, You need to be moving too because you're just wrecking havoc on the opponent's defense. And he did that. I love that. Is his jump shot totally reliable? No. But can he make an impact offensively by moving off ball? Yes. And he did that. 
And that's exactly what you want to see. And then it ties into kind of what Josh Hart was doing and what he's been doing, right? Nine assists from him on the night. Only four points. He was one of nine shooting, but he had a very positive impact on the game, right? Wouldn't you say watching it? Nine assists, 12 rebounds, just gobbling up those defensive boards here. And then being that kind of tertiary, secondary playmaker, depending on what his role is. Particularly on the weak side, right? When the balls get swung around to him on the wing, in the corner, he's allowed to do more than just kind of shoot the ball. He can go out and try and playmake a little bit. And now he's starting to develop chemistry with those guys. And they're making his life easier by moving off ball like Herb Jones. So all of this plays together... And you see a really good performance from the team. Again, their best of the season. I thought all of those guys were particularly great. And then Herb Jones defensively. I don't know if that is he just the smartest person in the world. Does he have sort of some sort of like, can he see the future a little bit? Because I swear, man, that dude gets to the spot where the ball is going to go when he's on defense. And... Uh, the, the pass hasn't even been made. It's almost like he's, see, he's seen everything before it happens and he knows what the team's going to do. It's a lot like Chris Paul when he's kind of calling out or Rondo to an extent when they're calling out the opponent plays because they watch so much film. They know the tendencies of the opponent and they just tell people where to go and what the opponent's going to do and they blow up the play. Herb Jones is doing that as a rookie. Oh. Just an awesome performance all around from New Orleans. This is one of those ones where you should feel really good if you're a Pels fan and be very, very optimistic. So go put on your turtleneck. Go high-five Valanciunas after he makes another three. Cheer for him in the Smoothie King Center on Wednesday. Call him Steph Curry or Dirk, whatever it might be. Because this was a really, really fun game. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. We'll talk more tomorrow a little bit. We'll preview the game coming up on Wednesday and then uh, against the Dallas Mavericks. And then I do want to talk about what should they be targeting at, at the trade market and as the season starts to develop. We were going to do that today, and this game was so much fun. We had to talk about it. So thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen every single day. Now for your second listen, Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with X. Expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all tomorrow.